Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Support WrestleTalk. Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Wrestle Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble Podcast. I am Luke Owen and I'm joined by Screen Stalker and Wrestle Talk's Laurie Blake. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. How's it going? I'm all right, mate. How are you? Very, very well. You've been a very busy bee with all your screen stalking nonsense. I've been a busy bee, yes. Yeah. It's been a non-stop couple of weeks. Mm. Slowly settling in. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully less late night <laughs> going forward. With fingers crossed. Yeah. That'll, be the, uh, <laughs> yeah. that'll be how it goes. Uh, but you did actually have the day off uh, the other day, though. You went to an afternoon tea? Did indeed. At the, uh, I think it's called Vertigo Tower. I'm not sure entirely. It's a... Uh, it's in like Bank in central London. Uh, it was a Christmas present from my missus's mum. It was a little towie for my taste, I'm oh, going to yeah. say. It was a little The Only Way is Essex. Uh, fairly gaudy chairs, uh, mm. which is the telltale sign that someone from Essex has been there. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> and um, it's like it's quite cool, though. So we had an amazing view because it was like, oh, we'd been given the window that overlooks like St. Paul's. Oh, wow. So that was cool. Because it's like 42 stories up. Okay, okay. Um, and basically the the restaurant goes all the way around the mm. edge of this building. Uh, yeah, so you get like, there's really good views. So there's obviously like, you can see the river and St. Paul's as well. So we had the river, St. Paul's, you can see the Tate and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Great view. People sitting at the back just looking out over Hackney. <laughs> God bless them. God bless those people that ended up around the back in the the chump seats. Uh, but yeah, it was it was it was intro. It was like really nice, like and fairly inexpensive, really, for what it is. Because like I think you spend most of the money on the voucher for champagne, mm-hmm. and you can tell because when they bring the sandwiches over and they do the classic, like you know, we're doing the Savoy afternoon tea style thing here. We mm. were like, I've been to so I went Fancy to the, so I also went to the Savoy for afternoon tea last year. Um, for my missus' birthday, and that's very fancy. So that's like they describe all of their sandwiches as like, this is uh, line caught salmon from Ooh. the Scottish Highlands. Blah, blah, blah. Gras. Yeah, this is a cucumber and uh, mint jus sandwich. Mm. Blah, blah blah. This one they went. Uh, this is tuna and mayonnaise. <laughs> this one is salami, and this one is cucumber. And butter. As if butter was a feature of a sandwich. Like, 
Butter is adhesive. Butter <laughs> sticks the two bits of the sandwich together. It's not... Butter is lubricant. And one would also assume that the salami sandwich would also have some form of lubricant in there yeah, as well. Yeah, I know, margarine. But no, but no, salami. The salami. Salami is off the chisane, isn't it? Like, salami <laughs> is like... they didn't. It's not ham, mate. It's salami. This yeah. is imported stuff. This is the proper, this is the proper stuff. <laughs> I got it down <laughs> the market. I got it down the market. <laughs> got a great deal on it as well. <laughs> yeah. My mate brings it back from France or wherever the hell it is on his holidays. <laughs> on his booze cruise. <laughs> Oh, I used to love a booze cruise. Get on the ferry. That was one of the first things I did when I was at university. Or well, no more. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> Not quite. for you anymore. Um, yeah, we... Uh, you think people will be like uh, like a sort of drunk Dunkirk? Drunk Kirk. <laughs> drunk They'll Kirk. be like going over in a little fleet of boats and coming back with cheap French booze. <laughs> And I, yeah, like it was part of I was part of the metal society. Uh, you just get around and give like listen to metal music, and you mm. would all go down to the, the the local metal club all together on a Friday night. Very very cool, obviously. But like the first organised activity that they did, like big, was that we did a booze cruise uh, over like Halloween weekend. We got the ferry, like an overnight ferry to Calais. And then a ferry back the following mm-hmm. day. So you were literally there, like you were overnight. So we just got like massively hammered on the ferry going <laughs> over, spent loads of money. And then you you have then about three to four hours in Calais before you get on a ferry and go back again. Mm. Hindsight being 2020, bit of a waste of time. And um, I did buy some boots because I felt like, you know, you probably should. And I also bought a foot long. Uh, a foot long's worth of Twix. <laughs> <laughs> that is more Twix than anyone. Because yeah. the problem with getting a foot long of Twix is that there's another stick of foot long Twix <laughs> next to it. So I got this big thing and it was a foot long worth of Twix. And I was like, oh, brilliant. Well, I'm in France. Ergo, it's most likely cheaper because that's why you come over a booze cruise. And it wasn't actually. I just spent about the same amount. Sized, yeah. yeah, about the same amount. I'm I buying done. an immense amount of Twix. <laughs> an ungodly amount of Twix. And then I took the, I got them home and I like putting chocolate in the fridge. And then all of a sudden you're looking at this like, you know, meters worth of, of Twix. And you're like, well, I can't put this in the you're fridge. Tipping, can I? tipping out your mum's shelves to be like, look, I need to get my Twix in. I've got to move past everyone's like, <laughs> you know, bags of mints just that they've got. Scoop it all out. <laughs> so that was my one and only booze cruise that I did on my own. I bought loads of Twix. <laughs> you uh, failed at the booze cruise. <laughs> um, we, uh, I, it was my wife's birthday yesterday. Mm-hmm. We went to the theatre. Ooh. We did indeed. We uh, So I took her out for to Honest Burger in Covent Garden. Big choice. Big, big choice, because they've got a, a delicious uh, plant-based burger there. Mm-hmm. I would say just called the plant. And it was it was the Impossible Burger, so it was the one where you bite into it. It's like red in the middle, so it looks like it's been like mm-hmm. medium, well-cooked meat. Yeah. And it was fantastic. It was absolutely delicious. Their onion rings, like my wife described, said I could wear this as a bangle. <laughs> <laughs> They're huge, aren't they? They are massive. Yeah. So big. And the batter's delicious. And then we went to go see Waitress ah. on, in the West End. And how was that? Really good. The songs are... Did you like a slice of their pie? Oh, well, I, I mean, I would have had a slice of their pie because they do sell like little mini individual pie things oh. with like the logo on it and stuff like that. But um, a bit rich for my blood. Mm. Um, I was trying not to... Yeah, I spent it all money. on Twix years, <laughs> too many years ago. Paydays <laughs> on Friday. Like, I've got to be very frugal with my choices. Up until then, I've got to be very, very frugal with what I choose. After that. After that, I'd have... Foot long Snickers. <laughs> Out the wazoo, mate. <laughs> the 100 meter Mars bar. Whatever you want. Or a marathon. <laughs> yeah, a marathon. Um, but yeah, so I, um, 
we went to go see that, and uh, yeah, I enjoyed the first act more than I enjoyed the second act. Cause there's more fun songs in the first act. Mm-hmm. Does it get very humble and heartfelt? Very heartfelt in the second Ooh, act. Earnest. Very earnest. Lots of like big, big songs that you can imagine contestants on the X Factor will be singing later on this uh, year because yeah. they are big, big numbers. Uh, but I very much enjoyed it. My wife absolutely loved it. Um, I am going to be getting the soundtrack for it because there are some tunes on there that I think are Mwah, chef's kiss. I just think they're absolutely <laughs> spectacular. Um, but I would recommend it. Not cheap, though, is what I would say. Mm. Bloody hell. It's getting expensive the theater, going to the theatre. The theatre is expensive, yeah. mate. Yeah, don't go. <laughs> don't go. I'm going to go, see uh, the comedy about a bank robbery next week. Mm-hmm. So. Wednesday, I think, in fact. So I'll be able to talk about it next week on the podcast. Excellent. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Maybe this is what This I'm is how thinking. I'm farming content. I'm just trying to have a life. Um, <laughs> normally, I wouldn't do anything, but it's just because I'm on here, I have to say stuff. I have to have stuff <laughs> to talk really about say now. things. Um, we'll have some more of your correspondence uh, in the outro, including a follow-up to what something uh, me and Pete were talking about last week in terms of like a D&D style, um, a D&D version of Tinder is mm. what uh, someone emailed in to pick. Um, but we'll get into the main bulk of the show now, which we haven't actually recorded yet. Usually we record the intros and outros after recording, but for the first time ever, we're doing them before we've Whoa. actually recorded the show. So We're fresh here. I've no idea how this is going to sound. This could be brilliant or a lot of rambly nonsense. So stick with it. I'm sure it'll be fine. Here's the show. <laughs> <laughs> We want to talk about uh, broad strokes. The uh, the ladies of NXT. So there was a tag team match between. I'm going to have to try and remember who it was. Now it was Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne. Yeah, we got versus Aaliyah's Lacey spotting. Lane and Casey Catanzaro, who were yeah. both making their debut. Catanzaro. Catanzaro. We're getting no. Some people. Sorry. Some people are saying no sound, and some people are saying sound. Some people are saying sound, some people are saying no sound. Have they got their microphones muted? Are you mutey? Everyone is now saying there is sound, so I think you're okay, but it was just a few people at the beginning saying no sound. <laughs> okay, so those people probably had their laptops muted and didn't realise. Tech issues, Tech. live on. I think they're just messing with us. Exactly. <laughs> if, if anything, that might be what I would have done. <laughs> no sound, mate. No sound. No, sound, mate. no picture. <laughs> Your hat's keying out. Um, but yes, so it was a tag team match between uh, Lacey Lane and Casey Catanzaro making their Catanz... I can... It's funny, when I say it in my head... Casey Catamaran. Catamaran, yeah. V- Lacey, Lane, Lacey Lane. Vanessa Bourne and a Wild Aaliyah. And a Wild Aaliyah uh, appeared. They're having this tag match. Not much of a tag match, to be honest. Uh, Lacey and Casey were both from the Mae Young Classic, and we saw Casey in the Royal Rumble in mm-hmm. January. And the heels worked over Lacey for a little bit, and then all of a sudden... Baszler, Duke, and Shafir run down, cause the DQ, and they had the, Baszler and Casey had this amazing little sequence mm. where she tried uh, Baszler, that is, got her into the Kirifuna clutch, and then Casey used the ropes to do her like American Ninja Warrior backflip, backflip out of it, and then uh, you know tried to do some more flipty do stuff, mm. and Baszler essentially was like, nope, just yeah. grabbed her, was like, not having any. She of this, went for mate. a wheelbarrow, and Baszler just sort of went. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Having none of this, mate. Just getting you straight into the Kirifuna clutch, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a really really cool moment. Mm-hmm. Made Basil look like an absolute badass, and she's going into Takeover New York, where she's going to be facing off against uh, Bianca Belair, Kairi Sane, and Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. 
So that is one talking point there is to be had around that. It's lovely to see Marie, uh, Shafir and Duke back with Baszler in mm. her corner. We haven't seen that for a few well, weeks. I think that's going to be where they're strongest, right? Absolutely. And I think this was, it was cool that this moment also came, like Baszler gets up on the announce desk afterwards and she goes and gets in Percy Watson's face and she says, like, this is going to keep happening yeah. until you start respecting your champion. Start, and start respecting like, the stop champ. Stop trying to like cheat me out of the title by putting me in these three, you know, yeah. three per- four-person matches. Like... I am a respectable champion. Treat me as Treat one. me as such. It's yeah. really good. Like, it's, And I think the brilliance of this four-person match, though, obviously, is that Baszler can lose without losing the mystique yeah. to a degree. Because it's like she is essentially against three people who have been a team recently. Mm-hmm. Like I know Bianca's obviously got issues with EO and Kyrie, But EO and Kyrie are a team. They're friends. They're going to team up in this. Bianca probably will also fall on their side, being on the more face end of the spectrum. So... Baszler is kind of on her own out there. Yeah, yeah, it, it was really, really cool. I thought Baszler. I, I'm, I'm absolutely in love with Shayna Baszler. I just think she's so, so cool, mm. uh, and I think she just looks like an absolute superstar. And one of the reports that came out last week is that if she loses the belt, mm-hmm. there is a chance. No one is saying it is happening for sure. It's just like there has been talk. There is a possibility that Baszler could go up to the main roster. Yes, and Duke and Shafir would actually stay down in NXT where one of the plans, reported plans, were that Duke would become a single star mm-hmm. and Shafir would become a new member of the Undisputed Era. Ooh. Playing off the fact that she is the real-life wife of Roderick Strong mm-hmm. and giving the Undisputed Era their first female member. Yep. So then they can have... She would fit in really well with that. She well. would fit in really well with that group. And then they've got people that can go across all spectrums of... So you've got Adam Cole in the main event. You've got Roderick Strong in the North American Championship picture. Riley and Fish in the tag picture. Mm-hmm. And Shafir in the Women's Championship picture. So you've got like a... You could theoretically get all the belts. They could be undisputed. They could be quite literally undisputed. So that was a report that came out last week. But since that report, on Tuesday, Charlotte Flair won the SmackDown Women's Championship. Mm. A decision that was apparently made quite late in the day. It had been talked about (laughs) in the week uh, week prior, but the the actual decision was made late in the day, probably around 3, 5 o'clock-ish. We're going to put the belt back on Charlotte Flair. I don't do anything else with it. Why not? Well, yeah, quite. And then <laughs> we'll work out what we're going to do after that. So now we've got two of these titles in the the, the picture, uh, in the main event picture. But it's not going to be to unify the belt, nor mm. is it going to be a two out of three falls match where both titles are on the line. Right. One report has said that it could be that who, if Ronda or Flair gets <clears throat> pinned, they lose their title. Right. Oh, okay. That's but uh, like if Ronda yeah. pins Becky or if Charlotte pins Becky, then everyone just retains. Yeah. And uh, Flair does. If Flair pins Becky, she doesn't. Hang on. She, if Flair <laughs> if Flair pins Becky, she doesn't lose her title. Person maths. But if she beats Ronda, she doesn't win the Raw title either. She just keeps her SmackDown title. That's too confusing. That's, that's where that's... it's. That's where this really starts yeah, I, to I, fall I thought, apart. I thought, I thought. I thought you would have just like. It made sense story-wise to a degree to put the belt on Charlotte because you're like, what's she bringing to the table? She brings the belt. But then I guess like maybe she doesn't have to put it on the line. Like I get, I, I think the SmackDown title on Charlotte kind of makes sense in the sense that you could go, well, if she loses the match by Becky pinning Ronda and becoming the Raw Women's Champion, Charlotte still maintains some of this like 
I am the best women's wrestler yeah. in the company kind of thing. Because she's like, I didn't get pinned. I didn't. And I thought you could go even further with that. And you could do, if she actually had to defend the SmackDown title, even just for 30 seconds earlier in the night, you'd be like, she's already been in a match. Like, blah, blah. Yeah. There's all this stuff you could do with it to sort of build it up. But there's also the other angle of like, maybe they're just lining up all the belts so that at the end of the show, the four horsewomen of NXT can stand in the ring all holding belts aloft. Exactly, yeah, because there's been an image that's been sort of doing the rounds for the past couple of months, which is the WWE horsewomen of Becky, Flair, Banks and Bailey all holding aloft their title, standing in the ring, almost like an Eddie Benoit moment from WrestleMania 20, where Charlotte's holding aloft the SmackDown Women's Championship and Becky's got the Raw Women's Championship and Banks and Bailey have got the Tag Team Championships and the four horsewomen have all got belts. Which would then kind of set up this, A, a that could set up a Charlotte Flair face turn as, as she sort mm-hmm. of like aligns herself with her buddies once again. But with Ronda now being a heel, Baszler, Duke and Shafir all being heels as well, to bring the this foursome up together yes. and then have the Horsewomen versus Horsewomen feud that they've been wanting to do since the May Young Classic two years ago. Mm-hmm. And they've been sort of like sowing the seeds for and trying to set up. So could that all depends the, on if Ronda's sticking around, I guess. Exactly, like, yeah. yeah. There are a lot of factors in this. A, Ronda sticking around, as you quite said there, because like the reports are after Mania, she's done. She's going to um, start a family with Travis Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, is basically going to get called up? Are they going to put Shafir in the Undisputed Era? Are they going to be pushing Duke as a single star? Are Shafir and Duke ready to go up to the main roster? Shayna Baszler, 100%. Oh, yeah. Like, she could easily, like, fill that Ronda void if she goes. So there's quite a lot of questions around that. But I suppose my question I would pose to you, Mm -hmm. is it something you would want to see done? I would love to see it. I think, like, I... Don't like teasers without the payoff. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, but yeah, I don't, like I would prefer it if it was Ooh, like we, this. Does feel like something that's been brewing? I think I like Shayna Baszler is a ready-made star on the main roster. Like she's so different to even Ronda in terms of like her in-ring style, and to all the women on on the main roster too. I would love to see that sort of faction war between. Two sets of horsewomen. Yeah. Uh, the dressage war, as we're going to call it, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I, I want to see that go down. Like, I really, like, it really feels like something that is really worth your time now, especially mm-hmm. now that Becky's become, like, aside from Kofi, the biggest thing in WWE. Like, yeah. it is, it just feels like this is the time to sort of get on the zeitgeist of, like, let's really push this to the moon and do this huge war that lasts until SummerSlam or yeah. you know maybe even to next year's Mania like well exactly and that's the thing it's, it's a story that you could kind of tell and you can kind of sort of pepper things throughout maybe you mm. do sort of the four on four at I'm going to say Backlash I don't know what the next pay-per-view is after Mania it's probably Backlash mm. um, you could do the four on four there but then if Ronda like essentially you just convince Ronda to stay around for another month yes and it's not like that's that uncommon within WWE no Brock was meant to leave last year He's still the bloody universal champion. He was meant mm. to be he was meant to be well gone in UFC. Dana White wants him back there, but Vince has got a way to kind of convince people to stick around. Ah, stick it's around for another month. Money. Well, yeah, it's quite <laughs> money. I've got all that sounding money. Yeah. It's sound, yeah, so he's got a way to kind of convince people to just, just bends ah. down and his wallet falls out. <laughs> With all of the money. <laughs> yeah. The billfold falls out. Oh, oh sorry. So excuse me. Sorry. I'll tell you what, I'll pick that up for you. <laughs> oh, I need to fan myself with it. I'm so exhausted from bending down. It's so heavy. <laughs> it's like doing weights, pal. Um, so there is every chance that 
Vince could convince uh, mm. Ronda to just stick around for another month. Stick around for another month. Set this up. We'll do the four on four. You can ride off into the sunset and try and raise a family or start a family, whatever it is you want to do. Play Harvest Moon. Play Exactly. Yeah, go play Animal Crossing, whatever it is you want to do with, with your time off. And then we'll just keep this plate spinning mm-hmm. with the other members we've got here up until perhaps WrestleMania next year. And you come back and you do the big four on four there, the big yeah, four yeah. on four rematch. And yeah, maybe that's the way you could do but it. Also, yeah, and there's plenty of people that if Ronda does go, that those guys can align with to sort of fill that extra spot. Like, I think Sonya Deville would fit pretty well into that sort yeah, of like. Totally. She could be the fifth horsewoman. Like, you know, that, whatever, that. She would feel like the fifth Beatle, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, but there's plenty of people that could just stand in. But I also think Baszler has enough kind of menace and star power to carry that whole side on her own. Mm-hmm. So, like, Ronda and Baszler makes it feel like a really, really dangerous threat. Yeah. But Baszler is a legitimate threat on her own to even. Charlotte Flair's yeah. and the Becky Lynch's of the world. Absolutely, so. yeah. I, I think there's a lot that could be done with this. The mm. question is, are Duke and Shafir ready to go up? We've we've heard like reports, like live reports, that Jessamyn Duke is very good and Marina Shafir is very much getting there. But it's um, I, I've not seen that evident yet on NXT TV. Yeah, they've uh, it's, they've been in some weird matches though, yeah, and, and they've they been losing. They keep losing. It's yeah, that it's partly a case of bad booking, surely, on yeah. that front as well. Like it was just. I think NXT doesn't have quite enough room in the amount of programming that it actually does to be like we have to we can build more than about four stars at a time yeah. and they are doing four for this one match yeah, at yeah. takeover. So like Duke and Shafir were sort of like this is too much. Like they had to dig a Leah out of the closet <laughs> to do stuff. You know, yeah. like they were Dust like, her off. Oh my god, yeah, get out there, <laughs> shake off the rust. <laughs> it's going to be very interesting after takeover. Mm-hmm. If Baszler drops the belt. Yes. Like, if Sane, Shirai, or Belair pick up the belt, which I'm kind of expecting one of them to do. Yeah. I don't know who it's going to be. I haven't, like, fully worked out my predictions for that show yet. I'm leaning towards Shirai. Oh, yeah? But I'd probably, maybe Belair. Yeah, I don't know. I, exactly. I don't, I don't really know where it's going at the Not moment. Kyrie. But if Baszler does drop the belt, there is going to be speculation running rampant on Saturday into Sunday because it always is like you know when like someone drops the belt Mm -hmm. uh, at the takeover before Mania everyone's like are they going to show up at Wrestlemania or are they going to show up on the Raw or Smackdown after Wrestlemania so if Baszler does drop the belt on the Friday before Wrestlemania there is going to be some rampant speculation. Mm. But if she them. does drop the belt, it feels like Which, that by the way, I'm really looking forward to because oh, I, yeah. I bloody love me some rampant speculation <laughs> and fantasy booking. But like, I think that's the thing. If she does drop the belt, it feels like it's time for her to go now. Like She's lost it once before and won it back. But like, I don't think... I think being the two-time champ is enough. You don't need to yeah. be the three-time champ. And I, I just think you lose all the sort of... There's nothing for her to do anymore. It's like Alistair Black still being in NXT. It just feels like Alistair Black is kind of done. He's going to get this last showcase match against War Raiders and then I feel like, off you pop, mate. Off into the sunset yeah. you ride. Off into the bright lights <laughs> of uh, Raw and SmackDown, I guess. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Andy Datsun, do we have some questions? Uh, yeah, we do. They're not um, any kind of super chat ones. No donations yet, but uh, we've got some don't, questions. Don't beg for them. I'm not begging. I just want them. Um, so, uh, could NXT New York be the best card ever for an NXT takeover? So, we've got the four women, uh, the four corners tag, uh, women's match, yep. the tag match, as you just said then, with Black mm-hmm. and Ricochet and War Raiders. Um, Gargano versus Cole. Gargano Cole, Riddle, Dream, um, Dream and um, Walter Pete Dunn. Yeah. So, could we, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it feels in though, a long litany of all. What are you doing? Uh, the microphone, Andy's microphone just fell into him. It, all good. I've, I'm propping it up for a second. I'll sort it out. Okay, cool. Um, I did say be careful with it. Don't uh, work because with it children, is, animals, or dachshunds. You know, in, in Andy's defense, it is precariously balanced. No, it's not. <laughs> it's fine. He just doesn't know what he's doing. I find, though, that almost every takeover seems like this has the the ability to be or the chance to be the best takeover well, you, ever. But it's, it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, we can go, oh, okay, that card's amazing. But you get surprises at takeover. Like, nobody thought that Lorcan and Birch would be as an amazing match that it was. Like, that was probably one of the best matches on takeover that I mm. think I've seen. I was so excited for that match when it actually kicked off. But before that, I was kind of like, yeah, it was yeah. just a thing in it. But, like... There is just potential for these matches to get out of control, get out of hand and go in a way you weren't ever expecting. So you can look at the card, but your feelings about the card are subject to change. Indeed it is. Uh, Dadson, can we have another question? Yes, you can. Uh, We've got, uh, where can I buy Luke's shirt? Uh, Oh, this t-shirt here. Um, I think I got this on Redbubble. It seems like a very much a Redbubble thing. Um, It's a Tales in Time 
Godzilla crossover. Because I'm cool. Yeah, wicked sweet. Uh, that's an- uh, And if the uh, whole of the four horsewomen go up to the main roster, who do you think should run the NXT women's division in their stead? Ooh. Sky Pirates and Bel Air and um, I mean yeah they're sort of their top crop of women stars very much of the Sky Pirates and, and Bel Air mm. maybe they're going to start doing something with Aaliyah now that they dusted her off and, yeah. and Vanessa Bourne I think a heel Bel Air would be a very good champion mm-hmm. like, a, like a full heel turned Bel Air and with Casey Cantor, what's her face chasing? Yeah, absolutely. Like, Casey Cantaloupe. She is. She. Ca- I don't. I can't imagine a heel <laughs> version of Casey Cantaloupe. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like, I can't picture it. Katie Ka- Casey Catamaran. Cantam- <laughs> what is her name? Casey Catanzaro. Catanzaro. That was she, like, if anyone needed a, she's losing that name. Yeah, when she, she goes to up the main she roster, to, she should be Ali. <laughs> When she goes up to the main roster, she is losing that <laughs> name. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I could I could definitely see they clearly love Casey Catanzaro. Mm-hmm. So I can definitely see them doing something. Not enough with to give her. her a good debut. Well, <laughs> yeah, quite, but you yeah. know, not everyone gets a good debut. Anyway, um, do you want another question? Uh, yeah, we've got one more. This is from uh, Dysentry Joe, or Dysentry Joe, which is a lovely name. Uh, it's uh, if WrestleMania ends with the four thing. horsewomen all holding the titles, can we get a fantasy booking warfare of the horsewomen versus horsewomen feud. We've done that we one, haven't we? Did, well, we kind of kind did, that, of did yeah. that, didn't we? With the and that, that I think I think the direction it ended up going in was that we. So we did Becky versus Ronda at WrestleMania, booking, yeah. and then both of us kind of did horsewomen, horsewomen. in the end. Yeah, I think you kind of have to, yeah, because mine was sort of built around horsewomen. Yours was it was there to set up horsewomen versus yeah. horsewomen stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, Horsewomen versus Horsewomen gets nominated a lot yep. in the Patreon poll. It just never wins. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Fantasy Booking Warfare will be returning. It's just we've been a bit busy. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to win, be a Patreon. Yeah, absolutely. Vote yeah. for it. Yep. Suggest it. And I mean, I, I mean, it's hard. There's eight people to book for. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, that's hard. And I also think it's going to be one of those topics that gets nominated every single month yes, and, then, yeah. and then doesn't really come to fruition. But let's crack on into the rest of this show, starting off with uh, Adam Cole opening the show to mm-hmm. remind everyone that he's going to be facing Johnny Gargano at NXT TakeOver New York for the vacant or for vacants NXT championship and he says he can list millions of reasons why he deserves to be the champion why he'll be walking out of New York as the champion over Gargano mm-hmm. can I, I guess he's just really good he's just very yeah, good he's yeah just, it's, well, he's one, you don't need million reasons no, just, I'm going to win is one I'm Adam Cole two baby. reasons is Boom. fine yeah but then I guess that, that prompts little Johnny to come out Jonathan yeah little Johnny Gargano uh, comes up and it was like they was a huge dueling chant. This was wicked, yeah. This was really cool, but it did remind me a little bit of, we did it as one of our Ramble Club uh, matches, which was um, uh, Bobby Guns versus Ilya Dragunov. Mm. Was it? Yes. And it was, there was a dueling chant of Guns, Bobby Guns, Ilya, Guns, Bobby Guns, Ilya. And that sounds grand, but it's a half hour match and 25 minutes of that match was that chant. <laughs> And after a while, I was like, you lot, you need to shut up now. Yeah. <laughs> Let them talk. <laughs> it prompted Cole to just be like, oh, my God, I don't need you. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't need you. Yeah, Adam Cole is, is just like, by the way, 
I don't need you chanting for me. Yeah. Like, I've never needed you chanting for me. But And then Johnny Taylor's like, I actually quite like it. Yeah. But I think he was trying to get them to just Baby chant for uh, Takeover, or like mm. Johnny Takeover, but they started chanting for Adam Cole again. Oh. But it was, you know, I, it, it went on for a long, long time, but it was very, very cool. And um, yeah, Gargano says that for the first time in NXT history, Adam Cole is lost for words and he's going to show him why they call him Johnny Takeover, Bay Bay. Good sort of promo stuff here, particularly from Gargano, because mm. he started to bring up that Adam Cole was brought in at a takeover event. He debuted in the main events yeah. of it. I think it was the main events. It was, um, it was post-main event angle. Yeah, it was a post-main event angle, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was when it was when Drew won the title? Question mark? Question, I think it was when oh, Drew won yeah, the yeah. title. Someone will tell us in the chat in a minute yeah. if, if we were wrong, which we likely are, because yeah. that's, what, that's what we do. That's won, so he won the title, and then he had one defense at takeover, and he lost. No, 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 he had two. Okay, maybe there was one where he, maybe it was the second well, one. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, who knows? Know. Oh, it feels like a long time ago. So, yeah, it really does. It was a long <laughs> old time ago. Two years. Um, and yeah, he was talking about how he had the red carpet rolled out for him, but Johnny Gargano didn't have such a journey. Mm-hmm. He and Champa were thrown together as a makeshift tag team. For the got no Dusty first Classic. of all, he says. He yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, then they got thrown together as this sort of makeshift tag team for the Dusty Classic. And from there, they sort of changed the world uh, as DIY. And he eventually got brought back again and again and again. And he had to prove himself over and over again to get to this spot. Mm-hmm. Great, great fire from Johnny Gargano. Really good promo. It was a cool, it was a super cool promo. And to the point where it's, it just, Cole just went, okay. Yeah, <laughs> just left. Like, he was then, like, we got to come back for that. And then he Until. left. <laughs> then he was like, no, I've got one now. I've thought of something <laughs> hey, to say. Hey, 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 hey I've got it. <laughs> I've, I've got something to say now. And he's like, you can scratch and claw, but when you leave New York, I'll be NXT champion. And here's why. And Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and uh, Roderick Strong, Roddy. Roddy Strong, all walked in. They all do their super cool bow. Hands, wicked, hands, hand. wicked, You're doing sweet it the hand. wrong way round. I'm not. And, yeah, you are. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> it's that I way. did the same thing again. <laughs> it's, it's that way. There we go. There we go. I'm so cool. <laughs> uh, Datsun, you had your hand up. We've got a question come in. Uh, we do have a question come in from uh, Mountain Matt Dennis. Uh, Good name, mate. Alistair Black be a face or a heel on the main roster? Hmm... I don't think he needs to be either. I think he could perfectly sit in the middle ground of just... Between light and shadow. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. The twilight realm. <laughs> uh, I, I just, yeah, I think he could just be this thing that just comes out and just wins matches. And it doesn't have to be playing to the crowd, It does, but it doesn't also have to be like, I'm trying to make you hate me. Like Just like he was when he started in NXT. Like, he was technically a face because he was honourable about mm-hmm. the way he went about business. But he was just... I turn up and I wreck house and I leave. Yeah, and I'm going to be the champion. And I don't. And there was no real. I didn't feel like he was pandering or like he does baby face e moves, but I don't think he's particularly pandering to anyone. So I think he'd just be a legitimate threat and just be like, oh, okay. Yeah, he has great baby face fire. Mm. Um, but to be honest, I'd just like to see him have a storyline. Like I would like to see yeah. him have something to do other than being stuck on the tag team treadmill, as I was mm. brilliantly put it. Sorry, Stick one with more. Bray yeah, one more question uh, from Tyrone Keith Peltzer, and I don't understand the question at all, but I'll read it anyway. Uh, will WWE Black hashtag Black Excellence have a sequel photo after WrestleMania? Brackets Wrestle Ramble prediction. 
One more time. Will hashtag WWE hashtag Black Excellence have a sequel photo after WrestleMania? Brackets Wrestle Ramble prediction. Like I don't understand photo. either. Yeah. Okay. Let, black Excellence photo. I mean, good if you'd actually done this research for us, uh, Datsun, while you were. Um... <laughs> it only just came in. <laughs> okay. So yeah, it's it's something. I'm, I'm I'm assuming it's it's in relation to the the Kofi Kingston thing. I think I don't know to be honest. Um, this this is very new to me, so I'm very sorry we can't answer your question there. Um, send us a bit more detail. Or... Oh, you're right in now. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll talk it now. Uh, anyway, right. Let's get back into the main show itself. Um, Billy Ellish is doing one of the themes for NXT Takeover New York. I still think it's one of the most dour themes I've ever heard for a wrestling. The, the one show. with the crown. Yeah, the mm. crown made of spiders. Mm. Good song, mate. Just yeah. not for a wrestling show. Yeah. Um, then we've got the Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah versus Lacey Lane and Casey Catamaran uh, match. Sorry, Datsun, you had your hand up. Uh, amazingly, someone called Nico the Arms Dealer has just donated $100. Whoa! Uh, and someone... I hope it's not from selling arms. <laughs> no, and we've got a uh, another quick question. Um, what do you think of Velveteen Dream versus Kyle O'Reilly? That is from Supreme, who has also donated. Thanks, Supreme. Thanks, Supreme. Thank you so much for anyone who, who donates. It's very, very generous. Uh, you don't really need to do that. Just watch along. It's, it's fun. Um, I could be down for that match. I mean, to be honest, I'm yeah. down for any match that's got Kyle O'Reilly in it. I love Kyle O'Reilly Absolutely. so much. Yeah. I and think he played really well off Dream, though. I think yeah. they're both very good just physicality-wise. Of like, Their selling is so over the top. Yeah. yeah, I just think it would be... Oh. High drama is what I would call it. O'Reilly selling of dream punches would be absolutely oh. wonderful. Uh, yeah, then we saw Black and Ricochet uh, warming up backstage because they were in the main event for the finals of the Dusty Classic. Not bothered that his girlfriend just got choked. <laughs> <laughs> Ricochet. Apparently Just saying not. he's not a good lover. That's all I'm saying. And then we got a match between, speaking of the, the dream, Matt Riddle versus Tesco's finest, Kona Reeves. Mm -hmm. They've found Kona Reeves again. Yeah. Like, they find him with I a Leah. I think he washed up. He got lost <laughs> surfing and he just washed up like Harold in Neighbours. <laughs> I just figured like when they were going through the store cupboards looking for a Leah, they found, because, ah, Kona Reeves. We were pushing him at one point. Yeah, we'll dust him we'll off. We'll dust him off and get him out Take there. Take him down the dry the cleaners. He's, he's moved his... He's moved his uh, thing now. He doesn't go finest. He goes like finest. It's, mm. it's, they've toned it. They were like, take it down a notch. Yeah. He's less bring, enthused into bring this it, now. Bring it down. Uh, and they had a match which was fine. Mm. Um, not really much to it. Riddle won, obviously. Riddle looked great in this. The, you know, his palm strikes are wicked. I love his ripcord knee. Um, oh, yeah. But the, the big thing from this match is that partway through it, Matt Riddle got distracted because Velveteen Dream was pushed out on a sofa flanked by ladies. Mm -hmm. And he just sat there and he had like a big like martini glass or something. He just, he, and he had the, he the it from a goblet, wasn't he? <laughs> it's even better. And he had the title just sort of like sprawled out next to mm. him. It looked ridiculous. Yep. But for all the right reasons, it was the, it was the thing that needed to happen. <laughs> I mean, you didn't know it needed to happen, but it did. It, it did, it, it was, and yeah. it absolutely needed. to I happen. hope he's carried out like an Egyptian prince. Oh, uh, yes. uh, yeah, like Prince Ali. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make way for Velveteen Dream. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh God, I want that to happen. <laughs> and then Verido just to make his bro and just make a yeah. regular and come out prince. on an ostrich. <laughs> that's been left over <laughs> um, 
And you'd have thought if this was the main roster, that would have led to a distraction finish. But no, Riddle is being groomed for a championship thing. Mm-hmm. So he beat, um, oh, I forgot his name now, Kona Reeves. Kona Reeves. Uh, with the, uh, the bro mission. Yeah, after a few... Raining down at those elbows. Stop moving. And then, yeah, locked him in. And uh, they announced before this match that it's going to be Dream versus Riddle at NXT Take of New York for the North American Championship. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, uh, Riddle says, "I'll see you at New York." But I liked when they were actually going to announce the winner. Dream. So I was like, "No, no, 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 no! I will stop you there." And he announced the winner himself. Good little gimmick. That was cool. And then, but then, then Riddle walks up the ramp. Yep. He hands him a mic and he goes, I'll see you at Takeover, bro, and takes the thing, spills a lot of it. <laughs> like a lot of it. And then Very just clumsily. chucks it away. Yeah. That's well, the worst I... thing you can do around the dream is have bad manners. And I've bought Matt Riddle drinks before, mm. and I know he takes care of them. Yeah. So I think that he was doing that on purpose. Yeah, he was trying to say something. He was trying to bro. say something, yeah. Uh, next week, it's going to be Kyrie Sane versus Bianca Belair uh, to get us ready for the following Friday's show. The Keith Lee versus... Donovic Dijakovic rematch. Where that is that now? Is been, that next week? I thought it was meant to be this way. I thought it was two weeks away, and that was two weeks ago. So, but I don't know. Do because you think they've taken it out of the edit because Keith, Keith Lee got injured. injured? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Or I'm wrong, and it is meant to be next week. Mm. Again, please let us know in the chat because I can't quite remember the timeline of things. I'm pretty sure they filmed something though. But yeah, as you say, then it was meant to then set yeah, up the, the Takeover I, I New York they match. Had filmed something. But it's um yeah, with Keith Lee out injured. Get well soon, Keith. Um yeah, kinda sucks, man. Yeah. But I mean it it might just mean that there's more build into it yeah. later on. Because it's definitely something that people were crazy hot oh, for. So I don't I don't think people yeah. are gonna forget anytime soon that that happened and it was amazing. So I mean it's the same lot of lads and lasses that go to see these NXT yeah. takeovers. Like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I remember this. Uh, and our main event was the finals of the Dusty Roads tag team classic. It was Alistair Black and Ricochet versus the Forgotten Sons with Jackson Riker. I like this. I like this as well. I really I didn't want to sound like I was coming down on this, yeah. but I actually really enjoyed this. I thought it was really cool by the end. Um, I thought I loved how the action started right away and they all just got into this big old brawl and then it sort of broke down into the heels working over Ricochet and there were just some really, really, really cool moments in this. Black hit a huge springboard meteora. Yeah. Like he nearly took the lighting rig out. Like he jumped up in the air, took everything down with him and then crashed his <laughs> knees down. Looked brilliant. That was amazing, yeah. Yeah, really, really cool. And I also like how Ricochet and Wesley Blake did a yay boo spot, but with a suplex. Yeah, that was really fun. That was super fun. I think this was the best showing the Forgotten Sons have had. Yeah. Easily. Easily. Like, and, but also it felt like, for the first, like, I also felt like Jackson Riker actually finally got involved in something. Like, still to a degree, not as much as maybe he should have. Like, mm-hmm. just get in the way a bit more. Do you? Yeah. Like, you know, like, but there was a couple of interferences here that were actually, that actually just made sense and were like, okay, yeah, he's actually looking out for his team. But there was one where, the match was basically won and Ricochet had just been dumped. I think Ricochet had been dumped into the steps hmm. and Black is getting pinned in the ring and Ricochet yes, was, just yeah. rolls back in. Yeah. And Riker stood right next to him and just lets him go. And it's like, <laughs> just stop him, just, mate. I don't know. Like, if you're already up for cheating, just cheat. Just start like, cheating, lads. Do it. And uh, he did get 
got uh, involved in some sort of form of cheating, though, because Black got his foot up on the rope mm-hmm. after a, uh, if I get this right, a powerbomb codebreaker, which looked mm. absolutely awesome. And, uh, yeah, Black had his foot on the ropes, but Jackson Riker pushed it off. He then got ejected. And, again, it's kind of one of these things. Jackson Riker doesn't seem like the character to me that would do the, oh, oh, I can't believe I've been ejected. Now I'm just going to leave. Yeah. No, he's like... A scary stone think, cold, yeah. like dead eyes looking at you, not being like, oh, I better obey what the referee has said. Now. Yeah, they should just say, I'm a good boy, really. Like, <laughs> I better obey those That's what rules. he's thinking when he's just dead staring. He's just like, I'm a good boy. I'm a good boy on the inside. Yeah. But like, yeah, he should have just stood there and just gone, make me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, Datsun, did you want to tear that piece of paper off any louder there, mate? Yes. <laughs> I'll do it again. Sorry. Come on now. Can't um, help these days. Uh, yeah, but this was really cool. But uh, Jackson got arrested. Black Mass by Alistair Black in the 6.30. And they celebrated this trophy win like it was the main event of WrestleMania. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. man, it was brilliant. The confetti fell from the Ricochet ceiling. Ricochet was rolling in it oh, to gather it, it up. wonderful. Like, they, they looked genuinely thrilled to win mm-hmm. this. And we said this when this tournament started like three weeks ago, that the Dusty Classic really feels like it's probably the most prestigious tournament in WWE. Yes. Like, I think it's more prestigious than the Mae Young Classic. I think it's, it's clearly more prestigious than the Cruiserweight Classic because they only did one of them. And I think it feels more prestigious than most King mm. of the Rings in, in its later iterations when mm. it was just like, we need to give someone a king gimmick. Um, yeah. So, I really feel like this we've is got this crown waiting we've got, for oh, you. Well, we found it in the closet with Aaliyah. <laughs> so, I think this... She's just <laughs> handing stuff out. <laughs> Uh, here you go. <laughs> so I really do feel that this was a a big, big moment. And it felt like a big moment. Mm. So I, I loved the finish. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, and then the War Raiders come out. Yep. And they have a little stare down. And it was suddenly when you think, it was at that moment, I suddenly realized, oh man, we're getting Alistair Black and Ricochet versus the War Raiders. Oh yeah. At take- and I think it's pretty obvious that the Black and Ricochet aren't winning because they're on the main roster now. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't particularly care. No, I just want to see what crazy oh, stuff. Oh, well, Considering that War Raiders' main thing is that they just throw people around. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone better to throw around than Ricochet because he'll just go <laughs> and then come out, like come back in. Absolutely. Although on that topic, one of my fa- my favorite person in this whole match was Wesley Blake mm. because Wesley Blake's ragdoll selling is like he is clearly he's been watching his Kyle O'Reilly tapes and was just like <laughs> oh, I'm going to emulate what this lad does because mm. his ragdoll selling is wonderful. I think this match did a very good job of once Ricochet and Black are, fu- are like actually gone from NXT. The Forgotten Sons now feel like a thing, yeah. like a cohesive unit. Really, yeah, yeah. And actually feel like people are going to care about them. There's going to be, hopefully, going to be no more We Forgot You chance because they now seem, if they just nail what Jackson Riker's involvement is, they'll kind yeah. of be a perfect unit. I, I, I agree with you on that one, yeah. I think this, this did a great job of pushing them. Mm. And we kind of said at the start of this, like, I'm surprised they made it this far through because there were bigger teams in yeah. there. But actually, hindsight being 2020 as an exercise to get the Forgotten Sons onto the same level as the Street Profits, as Lorcan and Burge, as this, that, and the other, it completely worked. Yeah. Like, because they now do feel like they could be going for the tag titles yeah. anytime soon, the same way that the Street Profits feel like they could go for the tag mm-hmm. titles anytime soon. Well, thank God this match was 
great though. I yeah. think I think because otherwise we would have just gone ah, oh, oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, not again. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So thumbs up all round. Mm-hmm. Overall, I thought it was a fine show. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say anyone really needs, needs to go out of their way to watch it. I'd watch the tag match. Yeah. Um, and I would watch clips of the intro, like with Cole and yeah. Gargano. Probably and, just watch the cut down on yeah, YouTube. And, yeah, and like the the clips of Baszler. Yeah. I'd say yeah. Yeah, so but you know, I thought it was a perfectly fine show. It did it did good build. Did it good did build. Our good build. It did a good build, and I'm still very much looking forward to NXT Takeover New York mm-hmm. with Walter Pete Dunn. Oh, Chef's Kiss. <laughs> chef's Kiss. Bueno. Chef's Kiss. Andy Datsun, look alive. Questions. Hello. Yeah, we've got loads of questions that oh. have suddenly ramped in, uh, so we can rush through them. Um, but we've got uh, what are your most anticipated uh, takeover and mania matches? That's from Stu Morrison. Most anticipated takeover matches: Walter Pete Dunn. Yeah, I think Absolutely. so too. Bloody lootly. Uh, I mean, I'm still really up for Cole Gargano because I just want to see what direction they've picked for the future of NXT. Like, I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Uh, mania. I think the women's match is probably my most excited, and Kofi Bryan. Yeah. Uh, and that's yeah. I think everything else I'm sort of not that bothered about. That's it, yeah. I think for the, like the triple threat, I, I've been very down on the, the booking and the lead up to mm. it. But I am, I still think it'll be a great match at the end of the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it'll be like, funny enough, I was talking to Pete about this. No, not Pete, sorry, I was talking about one of our editors about this um, earlier on today. That the last time I feel like people were this down on a WrestleMania build was Mania 31 when you had like the, the Roman Brock pull apart with the title mm. and it was just really awful. And that ended up being a wicked WrestleMania. Yeah. Mania 31 was a brilliant, brilliant show. I think, well, I think the big takeaway from this is that actually, because the match has been so built, it's a lot of storyline, which means that everyone is quite fresh. Like, yeah. no one's been wrestling that much. So actually, they're going to go in this probably having practiced this match to yeah, death. To, to and, the nines, yeah. And yeah, it's going to be exceptional. And I can't, wait, I can't wait to see what the post-match angle is, because yeah. there's... There's gonna be one. There's gonna be one. Andy Datsun, what we got next? Uh, we've got one from John Inahuatso, uh, who says, "What are your tips to survive the eight hours of WrestleMania?" <laughs> Take he's, he's given us forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Don't know uh. if that's American or if that's U uh, or Australian, but either way, it's very very nice. Of it's him. super oh, super so generous. Much. Thank you so so much. Um, yeah, what are, what tips do we have? Well, <laughs> I don't have it. I fell asleep in the last. I was going to so say, I don't when, have any tips? Yeah, I'm when sorry. you and I watched this last year, you did fall asleep. Yeah, more. I, I I had got back from America that week. Oh no, yeah. so I I think I went to America. Yeah, no, it was I'd been to E3 and I came back and then it was like, oh no, not E3. I've been I'd been in America. You'd though. been somewhere. Yeah, I, and I just came back and pub. I was like, I'm I'm done. Like, yeah. I managed to stay awake for the whole thing. I felt a bit sleepy towards the end, particularly during that Roman Brock match. Oh yeah. But my tip was, um, I just went to work. I, I finished because <laughs> you and Simon said, do you want to sleep on the sofa? And I was like, I'm just going to go to work. Mm. So I packed up my stuff and I, I got the train I to Dagnum. I don't think that's a tip work. for staying awake. I just, yeah. Yeah. Think about work. I think start changing your lifestyle now. Become nocturnal now. Yeah. Because uh, there's a lot of stuff to stay up for as well. Yeah. If you're in the UK, that is. Yeah. Stay Datsun. Yeah, quite a few more. Let's, let's get through them. Uh, Jordan Davison says, uh, what if Baszler loses? Will she then interfere in Ronda's match at Mania? Always possible, Definitely mate. Definitely possible. Definitely possible. As, again, it's kind of what we said at the top of the show. It all depends on if Ronda's sticking around. Yeah. I mean, uh, she could just interfere anyway just to establish herself as the 
the sort of the one yeah. to watch. Like, yeah. Or it, she's she doesn't one... even have to. She doesn't even have to interfere in a way that involves helping Ronda. Like, yeah. she can vo- interfere in a way that involves beating all three of them down. Like, yeah. And everyone thinks it's she's there to help Ronda. She also beats Ronda down, writing her out. That's it. I was actually about to say, but then I was, I was going to stop myself because I'd, I'd rather just see Becky win it on her own. Oh, but like yeah. she like. Shayna could come down, cost Ronda the match, and that then sets up a Ronda Baszler match for when she comes back mm-hmm. after baby time. Baby time. Uh, yeah, we've got uh, one from Marcos the second. Um, what will make Mania more boring? The amount of time it's going to take to finish the show, or the poor booking? The time. Oh, yeah, the time. I mean, they're, they're sort of a combination of the two. Yeah. Like, but it, yeah, the, the time. Eight hours is a long time to watch anything. With no breaks as well, yeah. like yeah, yeah. No, yeah. There's no like designated. No here's half an hour that you can just yeah. take. There's off, no intermission. Like, yeah, I, it's it's far too long. It's too, like, long. It's, it's too, but it's too long for like to one be interesting thing, but also to have the same level of emotion at the end as you went in with. Like, yeah. if the ending is emotional, I might cry just from fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God it's over. I mean, you may see us watch it live. Maybe mm. that's the tip, actually, is, is to do the watch-along. Watch, yeah, along watch with us. us do it live and lose our minds Could be. sitting here for eight hours. It really depends. Ollie's got the final call on yeah. it. And he is rubbish. Day, if he stays up to watch a pay-per-view, he, it takes him two to three days to recover. <laughs> and he just becomes very He's grumpy. Very grumpy man. So it's all on him, I guess. Uh, or do what I'm doing is go to a club and watch it there because then you probably can't fall asleep um, so that's all good because kick you out yeah. uh, I mean that's not true I've fallen asleep in clubs before oh fair enough <laughs> um, Luke House of Hardcore from <laughs> INTC5252 uh, what swerve would you like to see coming out of uh, either weekend WWE show what swerve yeah hmm interesting question what swerve would I like to see Ronda Retain Ron, oh. oh, like at the end of the show, that Ronda brutal. retains, that and that, that's it's like you know, like Brock retaining last year. Yeah, like I think that would be one of those things where people go like, "I did not see that coming." Oh. Yeah, so oh, okay, okay. Ron, Ronda winning. Is yeah, where I'm going. I feel like this will be a euphoric finish to. Uh, I don't know what else is there. Brian retaining. Yeah, that would be. Or, oh, that'd be awkward, I wouldn't like to it? see that though. No, I don't. Be mad I would not like to see all the fans rush the ring and <laughs> tear it down to be like, mm, it's no, over now. It's over now. WrestleMania's finished. Sorry. Yeah. None uh, for you. Uh, we've got three more. We questions. Three more questions. Uh, one long, one two short ones uh, from Anthony B. Uh, will Bray Wyatt make his return at WrestleMania? Maybe as Elias's performance interruption. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, that's actually not a bad shout, being the Elias interruption, mm-hmm. or he uh, goes into the Battle Royal. Oh. Like, as a, as a surprise entrant into the Battle Royal. And he could be one of the first people to do something with that, maybe? Well, actually, no, you don't want to do that, because that's all being built around the SNL lads and, and Braun, so it doesn't really yeah. matter who else is in I there. feel like it's a death knell for whoever wins it anyway. Yeah. It's not like it's... Oh, it doesn't mean yeah. anything. For me, I, I would say, I would wait until the Raw after Mania. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh, Do your big return then. Yeah, I just think there's there's too much going on at Mania as well. Like, I don't yes. think... You just get lost you in get, the shuffle. Absolutely. And there's so much things... There's so many things that people... Like, Mania is one of the few times a year that p- things build for more than a month. So, yeah. like, we're getting lots of payoff here. People are excited to see a lot of things. Chucking a random dude in there yeah. doesn't really help things. Randy. Um, I wasn't going to... I wasn't going to ask this, but now it's come in because uh, it's such a good question. How do you... Th- 
think you would react if the New Day turned heel on the Kofi Kingston at WrestleMania? Well, so they do all this build, and, and then yeah. Woods and Biggie just get in and start beating down yeah. Kofi. Uh, that would be a swerve. Mm. Like, that would be what a Vince Russo levels of, <laughs> they'll never see it coming, bro. I, I uh, know. No, not for me. I'd no. probably, I'd leave. <laughs> Whatever, if we were doing a lot, I'd leave. Yeah, and struggle to get home because yeah. the night tube's not on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Be like, I'm, I'm done with this. Datsun, last question. Yeah, uh, so there's a joint question. Uh, sorry to anyone who I've missed out, but uh, we're running out of time. Uh, where is Nikki Bella's mask gone? And also, what are your favourite NXT entrance themes? Oh, I love an entrance theme question. Uh, Nikki's mask, well, the um, I believe it's there. It's I took it off earlier. Someone mentioned yesterday that it was really distracting, so I thought I would take it off. Um, but then other people will probably say that Nikki's too distracting. Wait. Um, so, uh, favorite NXT themes? Um, obviously, Tesco Finest. Great theme. Yeah, that um, is a great theme. Forgotten Sons, uh, <laughs> which is just a collection Do of unto others. Keith Lee's new theme is great. Keith Lee's new theme is great. Matt Riddle's Get Stuck in My Head. Yeah, I really like Baszler's. As, but, I but yeah, Baszler's is my favorite. That's my fave. Yeah. Absolutely, is my that, that's my favorite. I mean, moment. Champers and Gargano's are also yeah, right no up there. No one will like. survive. Oh, we've got one more question. Yeah, sorry, it's just uh, a very generous $50 donation, so oh, I didn't think I could mate, miss this one Thank out. you so much. Uh, Big Loki 10 says, what would happen if there, spelled wrong, would be a oh, last-minute change that... Both don't be pedantic. For, don't, for don't both do. women's Just titles to be uh, put on the line, since it looked like Ronda doesn't want to drop the title um, on a loss, and a big fan of Laurie Blake. Oh, I mean, who isn't? Um, sorry, can you just, can you yeah, talk so to I'll, me a little bit? I'll, I'll kind of paraphrase uh, on that one. Uh, basically, <laughs> what, what do you, how would you how would you feel if they suddenly decided both titles on the line? So whoever wins is a is the kind of unified champion. I mean, they've done everything else in this feud. There's been arrests and suspensions. Why yeah. not do a, a dual title match? I think it, I think dual titles is fine. I just don't think it should unify the belts. No, I think yeah, I think you just you win both. You appear on both shows. You drop one eventually. Yeah, buy the next pay per view and you keep the one that you decide is the nicest. Yeah, kind of like um, Rob Van Dam when he won the WWE Championship mm -hmm. and they also crowned him the the ECW champion and he would defend the ECW championship. Yeah, I, I think it could be done. I yeah, think I, think that, I think there's definitely potential. Like, it, it makes sense to do it if you want them to appear on both shows. It also makes sense to unify the belts in that regard and just have a women's championship because then it can float because it's like the Raw Championship and the SmackDown Championship can't appear yeah. on the opposite show, really. I, yeah, I think if they were to do the unifying of the belts, I would then like to see them just unify all the other belts and just have... And this is what I wanted from the brand split to start mm -hmm. off with. I think the brand split is much better when you have champions that float across both shows. Yeah, I, it, it makes. I just think it. It makes sense. It, it, it just, just makes, makes sense. sense. Don't want to oversell it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, we got an email in last week from someone who was saying that they were looking to get into D and D. Him and a friend, mm -hmm. um, but they don't have like a large enough group to start a campaign and right. they don't know any groups around that they could join or this and the other and so they thought what would be a great tool would be tinder but for D, &D. Mm. so you would just like set your parameters of how far you want to travel you know and then sort of swipe right and swipe left of if you want to join groups or anything like that um Stephen has emailed in uh to say uh luke ollie laurie chopper uh was supposedly 
uh, to say it like it's uh, 40k orcs, right? Uh, but not Randy. How are you doing? A member of the Swaff Nation sent an email about creating a Tinder for D&D parties. Such an app does exist. It's called Meetup. It's not exclusively for role-playing games. I have successfully used it to make many new friends and join several campaigns. Thank you for the consistent content, Steve from the Bronx. Yeah, there you go. So I did think about Meetup when that email came in last week, but I wasn't sure if it's ever been used for D&D because I've only ever used it for like movie groups or board games and uh, tabletop stuff mm. like that but yeah i didn't think you could probably there probably is like dnd based uh groups on there that are looking for new members for their campaign dude it's just mind over matter like it's just if you wanted to make tinder work for you you could just put in your profile <laughs> looking for a dnd group <laughs> keep swiping yeah and then see what happens yeah or all women qu- that you've been on dates with all in your campaign. You're the dungeon master. <laughs> yeah. And you write yourself to, in as an NPC. And you've now got make to pit, the magic happen. And you've got to pit them all against each other yeah, for the second sl- date. And you can slowly kill them off in the campaign, and <laughs> they don't have to return. That's it. Oh well, this is now what it is, really. Now we listen, we, Judith. You peed me off this week, so I've killed you. We've now changed this. It's now lo- no longer a D and D based app. It's now a D and D based dating show. Yeah, in which yeah. we get a D a dungeon master. With various people within a campaign who are like vying, like he's the bachelor mm. or the bachelorette, you could do it that way around. And then they will do a campaign and then slowly decide to kill off characters as they eliminate people per round until one is left standing and they will then go on a date. Mm. I think it would work. I think it could work, mate. It's a bit long form, but I'm <laughs> yeah. sure. But, uh, you know, Screen Stalkers are looking for content, so maybe we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll pitch it to them. Exactly. We know the people in the higher ups. Um, I've got an email about bowling breakups, but I'll save that for Ollie Davis, I think. Um, let's have this wrestle talk get better. Uh, it says, Dear Luke, Ollie, uh, Dear Luke, Ollie, Laurie, Johnny. No, it's every time I say it now, I just instantly go to say Luke, Ollie, and Laurie, mm. even when people don't write that in their emails. <laughs> So it says, Dear Luke, Ollie, Johnny Fakeover, Chopper, and the Dastardly Datsun. My name is Richie, and I'm an 18-year-old kid from South Carolina. I've been putting off getting in shape for a while now, but as part of being a junior ambassador, I have to run a 5K uh, for Relay for Life on May 3rd. Now, for a normal guy, this might not be a huge deal, but being out of shape at 21 and a half stone, I'm going to need a lot of all the help I can get. Thank you for all the consistent content and for helping to motivate me at least try and get in shape for the 5K. Lots of love, Richie. Uh, P.S. and K you have any questions as to what a junior ambassador is we're a volunteer group through my high school where we raise money for groups like make a wish and pink out as well as a picture of me currently raising money for a three-year-old girl who needs a liver transplant to go to disney world and there is our chap there doing his stuff for make a wish oh, that's good what, what a, a nice guy excellent work my friend and good luck in doing the 5k uh, i really struggled at doom at first as well so feel your pain mate just keep going at it eventually you'll get there yeah and then guess pitch something else next time <laughs> yeah. like the, how do we raise money next time something else it's something less taxing <laughs> a sit-in yeah. oh a sit-down movie marathon <laughs> yeah. oh that's great yeah where we can eat loads of popcorn that'd be great um right let's also have got a couple of other get betters um this one comes in from tyson it says hello luke ollie laurie and of course Oh, who am I kidding? It's not Randall Keith Datsun. My name is Tyson, or known as the Wrestle League, as the phenomenal Tyson Styles. And yes, my last name is Styles. You may remember my last Wrestle Talk Get Better when I said that I was currently working on losing weight. At the time I first emailed, I weighed 110 kilograms. I'm happy to announce that a few days ago, uh, 
I'm happy to announce that just a few days ago, I did it for the first time in probably six years, I would have been about 15, I weigh under 100 kilograms. 99.9 to be exact. Uh, I couldn't be happier with myself, I've been dieting like crazy, exercise every day, I went to the gym and I made myself shed every day for three weeks without missing a beat. My friends and family have supported me so much, it's been so overwhelming, I look completely different person. I hope that someone out there takes some information inspiration even if it's just one person that will make me over the moon my end goal is 85 kg then add some muscle mass i hope to keep you updated attached along is a comparison of my weight loss yes ollie i've got a t-shirt on i remember you saying the idea you we don't want topless photos or anything like that haha keep up the consistent content in your podcast keep me up to date with everything while i was away on a cruise in vanatua hmm, where's that v-a-n-u-a-t-u v-a-n-u-a-t-u okay that's a Google. That is a Google. That is a Google. That is a Google right there. My knowledge of geography. It's in the South Pacific good. Ocean. There you go. I wouldn't know how to say Sounds it, though. Sounds like an island. Yeah. I don't know how to say it, I'm afraid. I've lost your Has it got commas now. in it? <laughs> or, like, accents yeah, or like, anything yeah. like that. Absolutely not. Uh, so, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to read this. Much love from the land down under. Uh, the phenomenal Tyson stars. P.S. I wanted this uh, to be kept secret, as uh, and no one knows. Um, maybe I won't read that bit out then if you don't want it to be a secret so he just says thank you but yeah here is a photo that he sent for comparison that's Tyson on the left as he once was oh, and now he is now good job bud absolutely look what a mate fantastic so well done to you sir uh, let's have some 80% facts before we get out of here uh, this one comes in from Joshua you were talking in the Smackdown review about the Swedish chef and I remembered an 80% fact I was once told in Sweden the Swedish chef is actually known as the Norwegian chef chef and led to some confusion if a Norwegian person ever used the Swedish chef to mock someone from Sweden. Hmm. Creating a feedback loop <laughs> in which they were both mocking each other using the Swedish chef and no uh-huh. one knew what to He's do. So <laughs> Here's another 80% fact for you. There is no type of spoon that starts with the letter N. Uh, you never reached H. This is back in the day when we used to read out our spoon of the day. Uh, so now you have a reason to revisit that segment. Also, the fact about kangaroos and emus not being able to walk backwards uh, and so being on the coat of arms for Australia never move backwards is 100% true. Keep up the consistent quality and inconsistent rambly segments, Josh. So, yeah, apparently, Swedish chef, Norwegian chef. It's all mm. the same, mates. Potato, potato. Uh, this one comes in from James. Uh, fact time, my friends. I had a teacher, brackets, who was not a science teacher, once explained to the class that lizards have an evolutionary defect that their lungs do not work while running. So when you see a lizard on the ground that zips away quickly after only to stop after 12 inches, that is so the lizard can catch their breath and continue running away. Oh... 80% fact. Super 80% fact. That is. Told- Lizards can't breathe when running. <laughs> Done. Uh, Thomas has. <laughs> that teacher thinking he's like shaping young minds. <laughs> Just imparting my knowledge on kids. Well, it'd be even better if he was also a maths teacher and just like halfway <laughs> yeah. through a maths lesson. He was like eight times. By the way, have you ever <laughs> noticed that lizards stop running after 12 Frogs inches? Frogs can talk. They just don't do it when you're around. <laughs> It's like the gag in Mystery Men that the invisible boy can only go invisible if no one is looking Uh, at him. Uh, Thomas emails in. He's got a bunch of 80% facts. Uh, Hi, guys. Here are some 80% facts that me and my girlfriend and some uh, some friends have discussed. Coca-Cola is green before they they put the food coloring in. Do you know that one? I've what? heard that one before. Oh, it's just hot, but that's that's worse because they're putting brown in it. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if that one's right though, because surely it's the oh maybe it's the cola flavoring, but the cola flavoring is brown. Mm. 
Hmm. I mean, it's just soda water, isn't it? Yeah. With brown in it. Soda stream. Uh, here's another one. The first barcode ever was on a Wrigley's chewing gum packet. Hmm. Although he's written Wrigley's chewing gum, so it might have been on the actual gum itself, as opposed <laughs> to the packet that it was housed in. Uh, Coca-Cola is the only brand known by every single person in the world. That can't be tracked, surely. <laughs> yeah, There's no way that... There's no can... metric test for this. <laughs> absolutely. It's not even an imperial. <laughs> it's an impossible thing. Uh, Frankenstein's monster's name was Adam. That's incorrect. It was Prometheus. Uh, cornflakes were invented to prevent masturbation due to their blandness and lack of excitement. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's yeah. It could well they be. Were like morning wood is a serious issue. <laughs> Kellogg, we need to can we you need to do yeah. something about <laughs> Mr. Kellogg's <laughs> fix this problem. No one's getting to work. And he's like, well, it just so happens that I have invented um, these and- bland flakes. <laughs> And lastly, he must, I actually switched. Um, f- well, I, I go through like phase of switching mm. my cereal out every now and again. I went through a Weetabix phase, and then after a while, I was like, I'm going to have a change up. I'm going to have cornflakes. I don't mind cornflakes nowadays, man. I don't mind them either. I mean, because I have a lot of raisins on it anyway, so yeah. like it all tastes like raisins at the end. And of I the need day. to bring my lust levels down in the morning. That's the <laughs> that's the key. That's the key. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm considering switching to all brown <laughs> to really take it away, in the hopes that my down there just drops off just drops off completely <laughs> there, problem <Ice> solved <laughs> i uh and i've recently switched back again to rice krispies oh, which yeah. I, I used to love when i was a kid you've got to have a kid's month where oh you're yeah, just like, yeah this is it this is a this is a nostalgic cereal month it, and it really has been because i'm not going i can't do honey um honey nuts cornflakes as much as i would bloody love to because or oh, they're a bit sweet but they're also mm. very delicious they make that little honeyness in the the milk at the end delightful um but I, I, I think I might switch to muesli. Mm, I only like grandma cereals. That's uh, I only like crunchy nut, like muesli. Fly, but yeah, muesli. I'm into that. Yeah, granola. Oh, like. granola, mate. I'm all about oh, granola. Yeah, see. And I used to work at my previous place of employment. They had a, a Costa pop up in the, in the middle of the office. And you, they had like a yogurt and granola thing that you could buy that also had honey in it. Whoa! And it was quite delightful breakfast is the best meal oh it day. is yeah it's the best meal of if the day. you're not eating breakfast you're doing life wrong absolutely you can be so well, i sometimes have two breakfasts oh, i yeah. am a hobbit yeah. <laughs> i think you could be so much more creative with breakfast than you can with some other meals mm. and also like, breakfast is great because sometimes as a treat you can just go breakfast for dinner yeah absolutely brinner yeah it's so good so good uh, and lastly thomas uh and sends in for this 80 percent fact carrots used to be purple but the color was phased out due to the color orange being more appetizing <laughs> Oh, man. Was that why the aubergine uh, industry is really down at the moment for eggplant <laughs> da- for our American oh, listeners? Oh, no. Oh, dang it. And they've already taken <laughs> the color orange. purple? <laughs> well, thank you very much for that email, Tom. That is all we've got time for on this episode of the show. Thank you so much for listening. Ollie and I will be back tomorrow with the magazine version of this show, which you will be able to watch a day early live on WrestleTalk.com because we'll be live streaming it to WrestleTalk.com and then, yeah, you'll be able to watch that in its entirety or listen to it as a podcast on Saturday with the intros and outros, etc. I hope you enjoy the show. Take care. I love you. Goodbye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.